Hello and good morning, everybody. Hello, good morning, Arrow. This is Luke Speeders calling you. Hey, man, how are you doing today? Ah, doing wonderful, enjoying the blue skies of Tangier, Morocco. Are you kidding me? Okay, I'm here in the Carolinas where the sky is always talked about. What does your blue sky look like compared to mine? Mine is Tar Heel blue. Oh, I don't know if I can compete with the Tar Heels, man. I don't know. (laughs) But we got got the Mediterranean. We got the Mediterranean Cerulean Blue over here. Oh, my God. So when you're doing conversations like this with people around the world, I mean, in reality, you're stepping into our present place. What is that like for you to be in your moment, but yet psychologically you're coming into our world as well? Well, it's a little like uh, taking, a, taking a quick flight back home, but, you know, without the mess of passport control. <laughs> <laughs> you know, one, one of the things that I've always learned about you is the fact that you, you seem to always be the student. You're willing to always learn about new things. Absolutely. How do you stay so true to such a journey? Because, I mean, or is it the fact that you're collecting information so that the rest of us have content? That's a really good question. You know, um, I think it's it's probably twofold. One, I'm eternally curious. Uh, I'm just, I'm just naturally very very curious, um, and so some of this just feeds my curiosity. The other part is I love to share. So that's that's I just you know love to the kind of share whatever I discover. And I guess you know that the third thing I'll say, and I'm not afraid of being a being an idiot, really. Mm-hmm. You know, like I mean, part of the part of the thing about traveling is you're you're in a place in a different culture. You're gonna make some cultural faux pas or something. You know, you're gonna uh, hold the fork with the wrong hand or <laughs> put the elbows in the wrong. You know, you're gonna do this sort of stuff. But I don't. For me, it's all a learning moment. You know, so I I, I truthfully don't mind any of this stuff. I'd rather be uh, other people's guinea pig. In a way. <laughs> it seems like everywhere you go, even in this country, everybody has a winery. Everybody's creating their own wines. Do you physically taste the difference as you travel from country to country? You know, I I tell you what, uh, better than country to country, I distinctly rem- I, I thought I, I I thought this was complete kind of horse dung, right? Like this whole different wine, different. I really did. I was sitting. I I'm in a Bourgogne in Burgundy, France, and I am sitting at the crossroads here of four like like little square patches of ground, and each ground has the same wine, uh, same grape that they're producing. The only difference is the 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 type of soil, the type of water, like the water source they get, and the the sun but everything else it's produced the same it's made the same everything and i was sitting there and with the owner of the the vineyard we were tasting the different wines and i kid you not the the different flavors just from the soil just from the amount of sun they were getting was phenomenal to me like i they were all aged the same way in the same sort of like you know oak barrels and all that stuff and i i was blown away from then on i I, yeah i've I've really tried to i can't say I, i truthfully do but i definitely attempt to taste kind of the where I'm at with the different wines. Your book is pretty much like a Beatles library. And what I mean by that is, is that, I mean, it, it, it's like a ticket to ride, like the Beatles suggested. Grand European journeys, 40 unforgettable trips, road, rail, and sea. You're giving me permission to say, let go of your localism and get on the road and let's go find something. Absolutely. That's what I hope anyway. Yeah. But 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 one thing that I'm learning, though, or, or maybe this is just propaganda, is, is it really crowded out there in the world, like they're saying? Because I keep reading these articles about there's too many travelers, there's too many tourists in this area. Are you running into that? 
Oh, it can be. Uh, in fact, I'm taking my family to Rome, Venice, and Tuscany here in just a couple of weeks. Uh, where we're leaving March 9th for a nice little trip here. Um, and part of the challenge is figuring out how to dodge some of the crowds, oh, you know, because uh, so, some of the places, you know, you want to see, a lot of other people want to see as well. So I think one of the things we're trying to do in the book is is give you the tools to help kind of mitigate some of the uh, some of the crowd crowdedness of it. Um, and one of the best things you can do is not travel in July and August, you know, pick another time of year to travel. When you're eating and drinking in Europe, is it one of those you can't dive into it like Americans dive into their big burgers? I mean, you have to you have to sample it first, don't you? To be, to be able to give the, the palate the opportunity to decide, do I like it or do I not? That, yeah, that's a, in most of continental Europe. You know, this is this is the tradition. You know, uh, that said, you know, even even the French have a soft spot for the for the McDonald's from time to time. <laughs> <laughs> do do people travel to Amsterdam and stay there for long periods of times? Because we we always sit here and we we you know those of us that have never been there think, oh man, that's like the mecca of cool because that's where everybody goes. Ooh, Amsterdam. You know, I'd say most travelers probably do, you know, two or three nights there. You know, I, I, I don't think because most of the time, you know, you're going to cycle around maybe or get on one of the like, uh, you know, barge cruises going through Europe or something like that. That said, I have uh, one of my best friends. He lived in Amsterdam for five years. Wow. You know, so it's uh, one of those places you can spend years in, you know, no problem at all. So when you put this book together, did it clear out your your mind and your heart so that you have room for more stuff? No, not no. at all. <laughs> I'm like, can we make this 50? Can we make it 60? Like, yeah, I, I'm, I'm a maximalist all the way. <laughs> I was wondering how you settled in on just 40, because my God, everywhere you've been, there's more than just 40 places. Oh, man, my editor made me. That's the long short of it. <laughs> <laughs> If it was up to me, man, this would be like a 1,500-bid book. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm an RVer and I, we do get out a lot, is, how, do, how do you handle the, the, the virgins of, of the industry in the way that, you know, you see somebody, you're going, ooh, they're just beginning this, this journey. Do you help them out? Do you help train them? Because the one thing I've learned about people on the move, they are conversationalists. We like to talk and we like to listen. Ooh, that, you know, that's a, that's a hard one for me, actually, because some people, you know, like they want, they want to make their own mistakes. And I, yeah. I understand that I was that kind of traveler, you know, my first few years, I didn't want to hear what anybody had to say about going anywhere. I was going to, I was going to make my own mistakes, you know? Um, and, and I'd say it sort of depends on, on who the person is. Uh, like if I'm meeting them in person, you know, what is that kind of vibe? Like who are, what are they like? Are they asking questions or do they feel like, Hey, I, they got their map, they got their guide, they're going to figure it out on their own, you know? But I hope through not only meeting people personally, of course, but like through writing the books and stuff that I'm giving people tools so they can do it on their own, yeah. you know, with with, you know, with a fair amount of uh, confidence, you know. God, I would love to be on the same train that you are when you look over at the passenger sitting next to you and they've got your book. Oh, I would love to just watch what your expression is going to be. That's only happened to me ever one time. I'll sneakily take a picture. I didn't want to say anything. I just it look like they're having a nice conversation, but I just took a little 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 picture. <laughs> now, in in America, we have a romance with the rails. Is it the same way around the world, or is it just is it just ah, I'm going to take the train? Oh yeah, your daily commuters are very much ah, I got to take the train. Yeah. You know, I mean it's it's just a commuting thing. But you know, there is still that. Um, you know, I think you take a, a a Frenchman out of France and into Italy, and I think they still find a, a bit of, 
you know, kind of the, that romance there. You know, you take someone from Switzerland, put them in Spain. I think they're still going to find that outside of their, you know, day-to-day sort of uh, day-to-day commuting ritual. Kind of like us, you know, like like the average American, what, we probably spend one hour and 52 minutes commuting every day in our car, but we still love a good road trip. Yeah. Do you, are you are you a writer in the way of using a writing instrument, or are you when you when you take your notes, you're you're just jotting everything down in a in a computer or a notebook? Uh, you know, I've gone a few different ways. You know, I I, I went back to journaling uh, yeah. for for a lot of this for a lot of European journeys. I went back to journaling. I've I've tried to use my phone because you know it's just always with you. Yep. Um, I've tried to use that, um, and phones are super handy. You know, they're like having a supercomputer in your pocket. It's pretty amazing. <laughs> I just, I just hate the writing experience. That, the, you know, that thumbs. I, I'm not a very good thumbist, as it were. Um, I've even, I've even taken my typewriter out. I, I used to take an Olivetti 32 out with me too. God, just, just to be with you, it has got to be an experience. Do people travel with you? You know, or I write you letters and say, hey, hey, dude, can, can I, can I go with you on this trip? Yeah, I do. I do. I do occasionally get that. Um, I don't. You know, like it's it, it's a strange thing trying to like travel with uh, people you don't know. Yes. You know. Uh, but yeah, definitely a lot of my friends. Um, in fact, I have two of my good friends. I've never done big trips with, but I've I've known one of them since fourth grade. And you know, this summer we're going to do our first trip together. Where I'm going to take them on a little trip through France. Oh man, where can people go to find out more about you, your travels, this book? Because I want them to give you a lot of love and really dive into this because. This is something that you put on a coffee table, and then when guests come over, they go, "Oh my god!" Yeah, yeah, Eric, that's so kind of you, man. Thank you so much. Um, I think you know you can probably just Google search Grand European Journeys, but you can uh, find the book itself on Amazon. You can find it on Barnes and Noble. You know your favorite indie bookstore. If you don't feel like giving Jeff Bezos some more money, um, that's all. That's all great for buying. You know, for purchasing the book straight from the publisher. You know, Moon.com. You could order. I think they're running at twenty percent off actually right Good. now. So you can get it straight from the publisher. For me, you know, I'm easily reachable. You could uh, hit my website, lucasmpeters.com. Um, and I also run a little boutique travel company, Journey, journeybeyondtravel.com, that you can look up to. I love it, man. Please come back to this show anytime in the future. The door is always going to be open for you. Oh, thanks so much, man. That's so kind of you. You know, like, uh, yeah, I got another book coming out in a little bit, man. We'll talk, we'll talk Spain soon. But we'll, <laughs> we'll do it. I guarantee it. Awesome. I love it, man. I love it. Thank you so much. You be brilliant today, okay? Will do, man. Bonjour, bon voyage, huh? (laughs) 